Hello and welcome to the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson, the podcast designed to give you all the financial advice you'll ever need. This is episode 118, where in a moment, we're looking back over the year just gone in a review of our 2022 podcasts. That's in a moment, as I say, but please bear in mind, if you have a general financial query, you're in the right place because we have an enormous resource of free advice right here. And you can access it all simply through delving into our back catalogue of shows. Because in our programmes to date, we featured loads of stuff. Mortgages, investing, wills and powers of attorney and heaps more. We'll look at it in a moment. You name it, we've done it pretty much. And last week, we warned against reading your pensions. Remember, we can drill down and focus on pretty much anything forensically. Find the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and you'll get us there. As I say, an enormous resource all available for free. Find our previous shows after listening to this one and have a binge on what you need. While you're there, if you could rate and review us, for instance, you could tell us what we need to address to help you out and follow the show. And then that way, you'll get that episode when we record it next time. I'm John Ellis. Joining me as always, the star of our show, Phil Anderson. Hi, Phil. Hi, John. How are you? Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year as well. I'm very good, thank you. So this is kind of the equivalent of that show on American TV where the cast gather around and they say, maybe at Christmas or Thanksgiving, and someone says, well, it's been some year. Remember when? And then the heart music goes... The screen goes slightly wobbly in the rest of the episode. They just play in classic clips from previous shows to give <laughs> new audience members a chance to catch up and then buy into the programme from that point onwards. It's a review of... 22. Did we actually do this type of show last year, Phil? I can't remember. We, we did a similar show, episode 100, a few months back, where we looked at some of the things that we'd covered in the first 99 podcast. But yeah. this, this is the first one we've almost done, like a review of the podcast we've done over the, the kind of previous year. So I kind of quite believe you said there, episode 118. It's like, it's nuts. But it doesn't <laughs> seem long ago since we got to 50, then did it for a year, two years, episode 100. It's just... Can I believe it? Episode 118 already. It's just, where's the time going? I know. Okay, so where do you want to begin then? I suppose the best place to begin was the the start of 2022. We kicked off the year. The, the podcast was titled By the Let. And it was actually our most listened to podcast of the year. Really? It was a really popular one. That went out on the 3rd of January last year. And I suppose people are really By the Let's something that a lot of folk want to get into. So that, that proved to be a, a really popular start to the, the year. And actually our, our best or most listened to podcast the, out the whole year. Okay. Summarize for me the, the guts of that idea, Phil. I mean, this is when you purchase a secondary building to lease out and make money, usually as a home, right? Just very briefly tick off the sorts of things that we'd have discussed in that one. Yeah, on, on that one, I think we looked at things like is bite let something worth considering. We looked at the pros and cons of, of investing in property, looked at things like the tax position, how how you get taxed on that. There, there's been a lot of recent tax changes as well to buy the lets. So that was the sort of things that we, we covered in that episode. And I think we also touched on one, one thing a lot of people will look at nowadays is actually doing a buy to let, but through a, a limited company. So that they'll set up a business to to purchase it and there can be tax advantages of that. And we also looked at bite let mortgages. So quite a lot of things that we, we covered in that episode. Okay. Mortgage shows of any kind have always been popular, haven't they? And there are so many sort of offshoots and types of mortgage or requirements to possibly revisit your mortgage arrangement that we did a lot of shows looking into that, didn't we? Yeah, it's been some year for the, the mortgage market. I mean, interest rates have gone up a, quite a bit in the last year. 
mean, it, it's something that, that's impacted a, a lot of people. But the mortgage podcast, we did quite a number of them last year. We had one sorting out your mortgage during divorce. That went out in January. And that, that's often a time of year where people are. But it, mm. I think divorce rates tend to be higher in, in January. So that may be one that will be relevant for some people, unfortunately, the, the next wee while. We did one on the, the five most Googled questions about mortgages. That was quite a, a popular show as well. Looking at ways to, wait, we did one, five ways to cut your mortgage payments, one for problems paying your mortgage. Again, that's been quite topical over the, the last year. With our guest, Cameron McLean, came on and spoke to us about new build mortgages. We, we did one on our mortgage market update, porting your mortgage. We, we've also done ones that are quite linked to kind of mortgages, how parents can help their children onto the property ladder. And although that's not all mortgage-related, that it was bits of mortgage stuff in there as well. So mm. there's been a lot, but that, that's the thing. Time never stands still when it comes to mortgages. And there's so many different scenarios. So we've covered a lot of different things when it comes to the mortgages. Yeah, and I should say, this is the, the great thing about podcasts. And the reason that we're recapping this for you today Ours all live online as a sort of permanent evergreen resource for you to access for free at any time. So mortgages, as you say, were covered off pretty well. We touched a few things with the self-employed as well, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, that's right. And you're saying there about the podcast. I think our most listened to episode of all time was one of the first ones we did, which was 10 Steps to Buy in Your, your Home. <laughs> that one's always been a, a popular one. Yeah. But you're right, for, for the self-employed, we've had episode 106, which we recorded not that long ago. It was on pensions for the self-employed. Episode 88 was commercial lending. And episode 83 was life insurance for business owners. So there's been quite a few for, for people that are kind of self-employed or maybe got their own business as well. And there were some others who were, were maybe they didn't group together, but they were hugely important standalone episodes. You just felt that we should make and, and give a bigger platform to. Tell us about a few of those. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there's so many important subjects. We, we did one on, like, Beware the Scammers, and we've done a couple of episodes on scams and scammers, but it's so important because people are getting scammed all the time. Things change with the type of scams that they're they're doing. Our Facebook page at the moment just keeps getting hit by, not spam, but people asking for us to, to donate money to them and saying that they're struggling. I, generally, it's people from abroad as opposed to, in the UK, but there's always somebody looking to try and scam people. I mean, just recently, my partner, somebody seemed to kind of maybe get their hands on one of her old credit cards, and she's been getting a bill in for just a small amount, £29 or something. I think somebody'd done some of these takeaways, like Just Eat or something, but it went to an address in London, and she wasn't even in London at the time. So (laughs) they're always thinking up ways to try and target people. It's just incredible. But that, that was a really... That's an important subject. Beware the scammers was was that one. But we, we've also covered like some sensitive topics. We had one that we did on financial help for miscarriage, stillbirth, and neonatal death. So that that we cover so many different things on the the podcast. There's been episodes like pensions for higher rate taxpayers, investing for children, how to teach kids about money. We we cover so many different things, and some of them are almost like a standalone episode and mm. some of them will be linked in, in some way or another, but so many, like so many important subjects out there for people. Yeah. Just on the, on the subject of scammers, before we move on, one of the things that we've noticed in sort of one of my other walks of life on the radio is that there are a lot of um, scammers now who are sort of setting up Facebook pages 
and then they'll they'll get in touch with people through the Facebook page that they've set up, claiming to be, you know, a radio person. And well, congratulations, you've just won so many thousand pounds on uh, this game that we play on this radio station. All you have to yeah. do is give us your details, and uh, you know, and we'll get that money straight to your bank account. And that is happening. Uh, you know, as as soon as you manage to get those taken down, they're straight back on again with another yeah. page or another presenter. And it's it's so difficult. It's like putting out multiple fires all at once, and or you know, yeah. spinning plates or whatever. It's really difficult to stay on top of. I think the the social media companies need to be doing a lot more. I mean, yeah. we've got on on our work Facebook page, we, we've got quite a number of reviews that are fake. Now, they're, they're, folk have left a five-star review, but then they've put about, oh, what's up me and invest in such and such uh, or Bitcoin or crypto assets and that. And, and you think that these are not genuine reviews. And we, we'll contact Facebook and say, look, can you take these down? It's nay, it's just kind of spam or scams. And, and they didn't do anything about it. And that's, that's probably the most worrying thing. So there needs to be more done on on stuff like that as well. But is that I think just now, because people are vulnerable, a lot of people are struggling, so they they become more vulnerable and sort of more gullible, the, the scams. Mm-hmm. I, I actually had one, somebody pretending to be a friend on Facebook just last week, and they were messaging me, oh, can you do this? And I, I thought, I'm going to wind them up here. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll transfer £150,000 for that property <laughs> day. Can you give me your bank details? So they, they actually sent me the bank details and it was like a bank account in America or something. And I'm oh. like, it's just nuts. And then I, I said, it goes, oh, the, the bank's closed because of the bad weather. I'll come up to your house. So I pretended to go up to the, the house and then I was like, oh, you're, you're trying to scam me. And even after that, the guy's then like, Oh, I, he tried to say he was a ball boy at Liverpool Football Club and I get paid next week. It's like, they just make up so much yeah. rubbish. But it just, folk are desperate. And I think as well, they, they will, they'll try and prey on vulnerable folk, especially yeah. at this time of year as well. And all those scammers, they're all related to the original one who was a Nigerian prince that used to get in touch. That's right. <laughs> Still get those emails trying to come through. Oh, we've got, uh... you're, you've been left such and such by... Like some prince in Africa, it's just it's crazy. I'm amazed people waste their time sending it, but before they do, somebody must fall for it. It really is incredible. It's you know you throw enough stuff at a wall, eventually something will stick. Yeah. Now you mentioned way back at the beginning, and this shows how how good my or rather how bad my memory is, Phil. You mentioned one of our most popular podcasts, and I've forgotten it already, but what are the most popular ones or the items that we've touched on this past year? Yeah, I mean, like items that, that we've that we give away. I mean, we've got a few various fact sheets on different topics, but the most requested item, I get through emails regularly, people looking for the, it's called the What I Own and Where It's Kept document. Mm. We, we did a whole show on this. Um, it was episode 95. And really, it's, it's a document where you can log all your different policies, your personal details. It's a really good place just to have everything all in one sort of place. Financial advisors do what's called a fact find. So they try to find out about clients and all the different things they've got. And I suppose that's almost your own personal fact, find that document. So it's really good to, to telling you what you've got. People forget. I mean, I, I've had folk that you, you'll set something up for them and then they forget what they've got. We, we actually had somebody the other day that was going on about money that they had in their bank and it turned out they'd actually invested that into something else. And if they had this document, they, they'd be able just to log everything and see exactly mm. what they had and where it is. 
Yeah, that's that that one where you've got everything in that one easy to to find place instead of having these various bits of paper stuffed in the drawer or down the side of the couch where everything just goes to the abyss, never to be found again. Well, Some yeah. great guests this year as well, Phil. Oh, definitely, and and I want to just say thanks to all the guests that we've had on the the podcast over the last year, and and not only the last year, but in an old time, we, we've had some cracking guests. But I mean, in the last year, we had Alex Drummond. He came on from Drummond Finance and spoke about commercial lending. He he came on and spoke about. We, we had Claire Moffat from Royal London. She actually came on twice. She did the pensions for higher rate taxpayers and financial planning for for women. I, I really enjoyed the financial planning for women podcast was was an excellent one. I really enjoyed it. And people didn't realise the differences when it comes to men and women. I mean, mm. that you've got things like the gender pay gap, women more likely to take career breaks, women live longer, so they, they really need bigger pension pots when in reality a lot of women often have smaller pension pots. So it was great great to have Claire on that show. There, there was the one that I missed because I had COVID. It was um, Neil, the guy from Credit Spring, was it Cadigatur, is that his surname? No. Neil Cadigatur, yeah. Yeah, he. I, I missed that one because I had COVID and Cheryl Kindly stepped in at the last minute for, yep. for him on that one. Charlotte Ransom, I enjoyed that one when she came on. One, one of the ones that was my favourites actually was Alistair Moncrief came on and spoke about investing in casks of whiskey. And I, I really enjoyed that one. So I'm, I'm not, a whiskey, not a whiskey drinker at all, but I, I found it really interesting learning about something that I didn't yep. know much about. So some great guests. We had Tom Buffum from Brewing Dolphin come on and spoke about sustainable investing. That, he was they're great. always popular he was topics. Great. And then with Cameron McLean from McLean Financial Services, as I mentioned earlier, he did the, the one on the new build mortgages. So mm. the, the guests have been great. Hopefully get a few more kind of on. There's a couple of people have asked to, to come on the show. So we'll see how that develops over the, the coming weeks and months as well. And in your absence, we had a couple of stunt fills, or maybe we should call them fill-in fills. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know. Like I, well, when I was off with COVID, I had it for over a week, and Cheryl kindly stepped in. So that that was sort of really good of her. And that was quite last minute as well. We, we've actually got a TV advert on STV just now, and I missed the filming of the advert because I, I was off with, oh. with COVID during that time. So it was just bad, bad timing. But hey, you kind of... Can I help that? And Andy Schooler, he filled in a few times when I was off on holiday. So thanks to, to Andy and Cheryl as well. What about your most fun show to do the past year, Phil? I'd definitely say the, the one that we did, 20 Quotes to Help You Gain Money and Success. I really enjoyed that one. Some good quotes in there. And as you know, I, I love a good quote as well, yeah. John. Yeah, absolutely. And what about your most popular? Yeah, so the two most popular podcasts this year but as I mentioned, the very first one that we recorded way back in January last year, and that was on Bike the Let. So that was the most popular one. And then the, the next one, which was very close in numbers to that, was one financial planning for beginners. So they, they were our two most popular or two most listened to episodes last year. Why do you think, I mean, I, I we've sort of delved into the, the buy to let one a little bit as to why yeah. that was the most listened to and most popular, but why financial planning for beginners? Yeah, I think about, like for the first one, the buy to let, I mean, people in the UK just love property. There's a great thing here where people just love owning their own home and in other countries, they, they often don't have that. But in the UK, that, that kind of probably explains why the buy to let one was so popular. But I think the, the financial planning for beginners, I, I would imagine that's probably popular because we try to keep things 
basic and simple. And do you know what? A lot of people, when it comes to financial planning, they don't know where to start. They don't know what it is. I mean, I, I own a financial advice business and I often get people asking, oh, can you do my accounts? And I'm like, that's an well, account no. that deals with that. <laughs> so they, they often don't really know what financial planning is. And, and that's where, like, one of the great things with this show is we're, we're kind of promoting financial planning. But at the same time, we, we speak about other kind of money matters and, and topics as well that we feel are, are re- relevant to people. And some of them can be like some some shows like financial planning for beginners. That's relevant for, for a lot of people. You've got other ones like when we did pension for higher rate taxpayers, the audience that that's going to apply to is going to be a lot smaller. So we, we kind of try to delve into different topics and and things. And and that's one thing I would say, if anybody's got a topic that they want us to, to cover this year, just fire me an email. It's phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. And likewise, if, if anybody wanted to request any of the, the sort of documents, we've got fact sheets on various subjects. We've got that, what I own and where it's kept document. If anybody wants a copy of that, just fire us an email. I'm away on holiday the next week or two. It might take slightly longer to get back to folk at this time of year than, than normal, but we'll always try and get stuff back to, to people as soon as we can. Yeah, and I suppose for them, it might be worth casting a gaze at the uh, the crystal ball and, and telling me what sort of thing you think might come up in 2023 or or what areas you'd like to spotlight in the new year on the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking, leading on from the, the bike let, I thought quite a good show to do soon would be property versus pensions. I thought that would probably be one that people would like to to listen to. I know we did one a couple of years ago, pensions versus ISAs, but uh-huh. I, I thought property versus pensions would be a, a, a good one just now. But the property market generally in the UK hasn't done quite so well the last few months and a few dips there. But then pensions have gone down. I mean, somebody's pension pot just now, if they're not paying in, is likely to be lower than what it probably was this time last year. So a lot of the uncertainty is still around, but the last couple of years since we started doing the podcast, we've had the war in Ukraine, we've had COVID, cost of living crisis. <laughs> I know, crazy. It, it, the amount of things we've had over that period of time and nothing ever stands still. Eh? That's, that's it. And, but like I say, if anybody's got any topics that they want us to cover, happy to, to kind of try and do them if if we can. And another one I thought we, we've never touched on before was whole of life cover. So that's like life insurance that pays out when you die. I thought we could probably do a show on that fairly soon as well. But yeah, any topics, even even any you feel yourself, John, if there's anything you think, oh, we could maybe do one on this or that. This stuff comes up. I, I was thinking, Phil, I'm, I'm always surprised that we haven't yet in 118 shows done how to invest to be able to afford your own NFL team. <laughs> I I think that's got to be one <laughs> got to be one that we look at soon. <laughs> I know. See, see, there's a way of doing it. Uh, that's got to be one of your dreams, I'm sure. Okay, we'll get on to our our quote of the week in just a sec. But first, let's take a look at how this week's topic has affected Phil's own life in one way or another. Phil, our subject, as you know, is a review of our 2022 podcast. What have you got on the subject from your own experience? Yeah, 2022. It's it was a great year for the the podcast. I mean, we. We've been getting over 7,000 downloads every month. And there was one month, a few months back, we, we almost hit 11,000 downloads that month. Right. And it's not really about numbers. I suppose for me, the, the numbers are good because I'm glad that we're helping people. And, and the more people we can help, the the better. So I'm just glad that the podcast gives us a chance to answer some of the questions that come in and help people with financial planning and, and their money matters. Because 
money can be such an important thing. I mean, that can often lead to sort of like mental health issues if you're kind of worried about money. So I, I think it's good to be able to cover all these different topics. And, and like you said earlier, a lot of the topics are still relevant today. I mean, there's, apart from one on the, the mini budget, a lot of them are <laughs> yeah. so relevant. I mean, I, I remember we did one saving for Christmas. Mm. I mean, that one will come around. I mean, Christmas just passed. So probably start looking at saving for Christmas for, for next year. We did one saving for holidays. A lot of these ones, I mean, there, there was one as well. I remember we did planning to retire in 2021. That's still probably much the same if you're planning to retire in 2023. So there's so many different topics that we've got there. And I, I would say to people, look, go and have a look at all the different podcasts we've done and pick out the ones that you think are relevant to you and, and have a listen and, and see. There'll be one or two that are generally like for, for anybody to listen to, but ones on emergency funds, secured loans, you name it, we've just about covered it on in a lot of the podcasts now. Maybe we should do one. I, I, I'm just trying to think. We probably have done this before because every time I start thinking, I wonder if we, we could do that, somewhere down that road of me thinking about it, I think oh, maybe we already have. What about getting your finances into shape for 2023? So, you know, how everyone goes out and, and gets into the gym or, you know, starts swimming or running or whatever it is and they've got all good intentions. What about getting your finances into shape for 2023, Phil? Have we done that? Yeah, it's it. I know that some of the shows kind of cross over a bit as well. I mean, we, we've done ones on like financial planning for beginners. We touch on some of the the kind of things there, but yeah, it's it's good. I mean, we, we've done ones on like trying to save money, loads of different things. But yeah, sometimes it, like one show can pull in a few bits from from various shows. So mm. that that would be a good idea as well. Yeah, maybe okay. Let's do this bit now. It's Phil's quote of the week. This is the part of the show where Phil delights us with a quote in the relevant subject topic because he's always loved and benefited from inspirational quotes throughout life, as you may be aware if you've listened to this show for, well, more than a week, really. So this week, Phil, a review of our 2022 podcast. What are you going for here? Is it your favourite quote of the year? Oh, you're going to love this one, John. <laughs> I, was speaking, uh, I, I was speaking about statistics a few moments ago oh. and one former Aberdeen manager. <laughs> I know this, a great this is Eb Scovedal, isn't it? Yeah, Eb Scovedal. His quote was, statistics are like mini skirts. They give you good ideas, but hiding the most important things. <laughs> and that uh, one was not lost in translation, Eb. No, I, I never ever thought I'd have a, an Ebbe Scovedal quote on the podcast. <laughs> no, neither did I. Now, <laughs> Phil is really keen on trying to help you with your queries. So if ever you want to email a question to us, please do. And as always, we can ask them anonymously if you prefer. Let's get on to this week's contact details in just a second. Give it to you after these. Hi, Phil. I've been uh, offered the option of working from home in a hybrid model by my employer for my job as we go into 2023. Can you tell me, A, is there anything more I have to factor into my home insurance costs? Do I need to declare this change to them? And will my policy increase as a result? And B, if it does increase, should my employer be expected to pay that? Or is the burden seen as mine for the opportunity to work from home? You know, insurers actually are, are generally more likely to like people working at home because it means that the property is occupied, I'm assuming, during the day if someone's working during the mm, day. But sure. if properties are more occupied, they're probably less likely to get broken into. So a lot of insurers would probably see that as a plus point. What I would sort of say is maybe worth checking is if you've got any work equipment in the house. So if you had like computers, laptops, 
might be best cut checking with your insurer to make sure that those things are, are covered. And if not, again, that's probably your work that would need to look at something for, for covering them since it's their equipment. One thing I would say for MD working from home is make sure that you're claiming tax relief for working from home. You can go on the HMRC website, put in your details there, and you can get back some some tax for, for that as well to cover the, the expense of, of working at home. So that's maybe something that, that they wouldn't be aware of. So that, that's definitely worth looking at doing as well. Okay. Next up, here's one from Paul in Aviemore who says, Hi, Paul. Hi, Phil, rather. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I, I'm a ski instructor, so work seasonally. Obviously, my role depends on the weather helping me out. And when it doesn't, I don't work. I was wondering if there was any kind of insurance policies I could pay into which may help tide me over especially poor seasons. In previous years, I'd simply go and pick up work abroad. But since I've had kids, that's not so much of an option. And I don't want to give up doing what I love if there's a way to stay in it, but with more security. So I guess what you're saying is if there wasn't snow in Aviemore, then he'd go and find snow in you know France. But now yeah. that's not the opportunity that he can take. So is there anything that he can look at in terms of insurance? Do you know, there's nearly anything that I'm aware of. I mean, you get sort of like accidents, sickness and unemployment policies, but the accident sickness part of that tends to cover things like if you're off work ill for, for any reason. And then the, the unemployment bit, you've got to be usually working in a kind of permanent full-time position before the unemployment bit will kick in. So, and, and there's actually very few places do that unemployment insurance these days as well. So there isn't really anything that I can think of for Paul that would, would kind of help there. It's not to say there's nothing that isn't out there, but it's just nothing that I'm aware of, unfortunately. Hmm. Sorry, Paul, which could have helped you more, but that's maybe an answer in a way. I would just say as well, before you get in touch with a question, you might want to take a look at our back catalogue because we've covered, as Phil's mentioned in this show, a lot of topics now. We may have touched on what you're interested in. I'm John Mellis. Thank you for joining us for episode 118 of the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson. If you feel you need a helping hand with anything we've been discussing or anything else of a monetary matter, find Phil for finance. Search Phil Anderson Finance services online or join the Facebook group for the show. Search Personal Finance Community. That's Personal Finance Community on Facebook. Bill's on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Or why not email Phil a question he can answer on a future show. His address is phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. That's phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. Send him your question. Like I say, Phil could be answering it in an upcoming podcast. And please be assured we won't use your real name if that is what you prefer. Remember, if you found this useful, please rate and recommend us. And please follow us on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll get us every week with the info you want when you need it. You'll get all the links you need on Phil's social media. Good luck with your money. Phil's doing his best to help make that cash go further. We'll see you next time. And thanks for listening. Thanks, John. Thanks, John.